And now, here's your host for overtime, Lee Patterson. that hard to turn the knobs? Well, hello there, and welcome to Overtime at a new time here on KATO. It is 1.30. Every time changes everywhere else, and, you know, everybody that doesn't work in radio or something that's time-related to other time zones is like, yes, Arizona doesn't change times, which is true. But unfortunately in radio, everything else changes time. So we get the... 1.30 time slot uh, until time changes again. Don't ask me when that is because I do not pay attention until they tell me, hey, your show has changed. And I said, okay, I can do that. Hope you're having a great day. Hope your lunch was well, was good. And you're ready for your mid-afternoon nap. I mean, if not if you're working. If you're working, don't take one of those. You only can take so many before they don't let you work there anymore. We are in the second week of high school football playoffs. Uh, area volleyball schools are, are done with their season. College basketball has a big week in the Gila Valley. We'll talk about that and everything else we got going on coming up. All right, what is going on? Let's start with, you know what, let's start with college basketball. If you are a fan of basketball, any form of basketball, and you've got some free time this week, there is a there are some big-time games going on at Eastern Arizona College this week. It is the, the Gila Monster Shootout 2023 men's and women's basketball. Teams from all over the country are coming to the Gila Valley to play each other at Eastern Arizona College. The tournament, I call it a tournament. It's really round robin. There's not a bracket. There's not going to be a winner of the tournament. There's It's going to be round robin. And it's really to pick up early season games against out-of-conference teams. So here's the schedule that starts tomorrow. The schedule is available uh, on the Eastern Arizona College Athletics website. You can see it there. I've also posted it on my social media over time with Lee Patterson. And Radio Guy AZ99 on Twitter. If you'd like to see it or print it or share it as well. So tomorrow, the 9th of November, over at Eastern Arizona College, the first game tips off at 9.30 a.m. Women's basketball will be Trinidad State from Colorado against Salt Lake City. That will be game one tomorrow at 9.30. At 11.30 a.m., men's basketball It will be Seward County, all the way from Kansas, taking on number 17 in the country, Snow College, from Utah. And then at 1.30, it's a great women's basketball game, number 9, Pima Community College, against number 13, South Plains Community College. That's at 1.30 tomorrow. Then at 3.30, men's basketball, Cochise College, against Frank Phillips College out of Texas. At 5.30 p.m., women's basketball, it will be the 20th-ranked Eastern Arizona College women's team against Howard College from Texas. And then the nightcap tomorrow night will be Eastern Arizona College men against College of Southern Nevada. That's tomorrow's schedule. That's that's just a, a big lineup of college basketball going on at Eastern Arizona College. 
Starts at 9.30 as well. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monster Shootout. On Friday morning at 9.30, men's basketball tips it off with Frank Phillips versus Snow College. Women's basketball at 11.30 is Pima versus Howard. Women's basketball at 1.30, Trinidad State versus South Plains. At 3.30, it's the Cochise men against College of Southern Nevada. At 5.30, it's the Eastern men against Seward County, Kansas. And at 7.30 Friday night, it's women's basketball against uh, Salt Lake Community College. And then on Saturday... Games start at 9 a.m. Women's basketball, Trinidad State against Howard. At 11 a.m., men's basketball, Seward against College of Southern Nevada. At 1 p.m., women's basketball against Salt Lake, Pima College against Salt Lake. At 3 o'clock, it's the Eastern men against Frank Phillips. At 5 o'clock, it is the Cochise men against Snow College. And then at 7 o'clock, it's the Eastern women against nationally ranked South Plains. That's going to be... Uh, that's a great tournament. Uh, the Eastern men and women both won their – It's it counts as a game, but it's really exhibition. The Eastern women actually won their first game by 100. They beat Community Christian College from California 118-18 to 18 in their opening game. Uh, the Eastern men beat Arizona Christian's JV development team, uh, not by 100, but by 50 or 60 in their game. So this will be – a true test against some other really good junior college teams on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Speaking of Thursday, all high school football games are on Thursday this week because of the observed holiday on Friday of Veterans Day. So all high school football games in the state on Thursday night, no games on Friday, They've even moved their post-game wrap-up show to Thursday night on radio in Phoenix. Everything. Nothing going on Friday night across the state in high school football. So let's go to last week's 3A state championship opening round. Mojave ended up... This sounds funny. Mojave outlasted Safford in the 116 game. And it's true. I've talked to several people who are in attendance, admin, coaches, parents. Feel like this might have been, even though Safford lost 28-14, might have been one of the best games not or the best game they've seen them play this year. Uh, and Mojave really had to work for that win. Safford was up 14-6 at halftime. And then it was, you know, you, you can only, when you're playing – when you're playing the top team as the underdog, as the 16 seed, it really only takes one thing to go the wrong way. And then the momentum starts to move over to the other team's sideline, and then they just keep going and going and going. Um, because Mojave scored out, held Safford scoreless in the second half and scored 21 unanswered. Safford did have a touchdown called back in the second half. Uh, they turned the ball over a couple times, which has been an Achilles heel for them all year. And Mojave was able to hang on for the 28-14 win in the 1-16 versus 16 game. Blue Ridge had to kick a late field goal to beat Push Ridge 20-17. Number 12, Round Valley, eliminated number 5, LA West Foothills, 32-7. Number 4, Sabino, beat number 13, River Valley, 46-31. Number 3, Paradise Honors, beat number 14, Gilbert Christian, 64-23. Number six, Marinci beat number 11, Benjamin Franklin, 35-7. to 
Number two, Valley Christian struggled with number 15, ALA Ironwood. They hit a field goal as time expired to win that game. Valley Christian did 24 to 21. And then the game you heard here, Thatcher beat Florence 35 to 14. And Thatcher, it's it's the postseason. So anybody that's followed Gila Valley Athletics for a long time, obviously Thatcher has a long tradition of winning. But when it flips the calendar to the playoff season, there's not many teams that want to see Thatcher on the line across from them. Uh, Florence came in 8-2. and two. Thatcher was 6-4. and four. And other than a couple of deep passes, Florence really never got anything going. Florence or Thatcher held Florence to 80 yards at halftime. It was only 14 to nothing at halftime. Thatcher then, they were a little slow to get things going. They turned the ball over a bunch too. Uh, they've really had the turnover bug the last four or five weeks. Uh, they turned it over too. They were able to get on top of that. Christian Carter had a big night. Uh, there was a point in the game where he caught a swing pass and had three defenders on him in the backfield. And he pulled a Houdini. And next thing you know, he's 58 yards into the end zone for a touchdown. Um, so that was a big win for Thatcher. So that's, that sets up the quarterfinal matchups for this week. Number nine, Blue Ridge as at number one, Mojave. Number 12, Round Valley is at number four, Sabino. Number six, Marinci is at number three, Paradise Honors. And number seven, Thatcher is at number two, Valley Christian. And all other three games, so the, the top three games, Blue Ridge at Mojave, Round Valley at Sabino, and Marinci at Paradise Honors, it's the first time that those teams have ever played each other. It's not really hard to believe for Marinci because Marinci is in their first year in 3A. I know that back in the day they were a little bit bigger and probably played the equivalent of 3A at some point at Marinci. But this is their first ever 3A playoffs, and they will play Paradise Honors for the first time. Then Sabino and Round Valley, same thing. And Blue Ridge Mojave, same thing. First time ever against each other. But then we come down to this Thatcher Valley Christian game. These two have some history. These two have, until this year, had only met in the playoffs. Valley Christian won the regular season matchup this year, 15-14. That was the night we had, we were supposed to be on the road at that game, and that's the night we stayed in the studio and did the red zone style broadcast with Safford Florence, Pima Scottsdale Christian and Thatcher Valley Christian and Valley Christian won that one 15 14 but Thatcher had a goal line fourth and goal at the one as time expired everybody in the stadium except for the guys wearing the stripes thought Thatcher got in and the guys in the stripes said no he was short and so the ball game was over and Thatcher lost but the playoff history between Thatcher and Valley Christian is deep dates back to 1997 when Thatcher defeated Valley Christian in the first round of that tournament, 20-12. to 12. I, I tried real hard to find stats for that game, and I just couldn't. There was no archives that I was able to pull up that showed stats for that game. In 2001, in the second round, Thatcher beat Valley Christian 45-7. to 7, And Mike Romney 
had 233 yards rushing on just 18 carries in that win. Thatcher, that was the first playoffs that I ever broadcast way back in 2001. And Thatcher absolutely dominated Valley Christian that day, 45-7. to And then they didn't play again for four years until the 2005 semifinals. Valley Christian got their first win in the series, 57-27. Uh, they would, Valley Christian, I believe, would go on to win that 2005 state championship because that was the semifinals. Then the very next season, 2006 state championship game, Thatcher defeated Valley Christian 42-20. Denver Householder had a punt return for a touchdown. Heath Allred scored on a 64-yard touchdown run, and Derek Romney had two touchdowns on offense and an interception on defense from his defensive end spot. And that was a big redemption for Thatcher to win that 06 state championship after being knocked out in the 05 semifinals. And then fast forward from 06 to last year in the second round, Thatcher defeated Valley Christian 56-35 at home. The Eagles rushed for 418 yards against Valley Christian last playoffs. Brandon Napier, Brett Jones, Aiden Bingham, Cody Jones all had rushing touchdowns in that game. So fast forward to this year. It's, it's set up to be a great game. Obviously, from here on out, for this week and next week, if Thatcher's able to win this week and get a game next week, they will they'll have a chance to play two of the teams that they they lost to th- well three of the teams that they lost to are in their bracket they've got valley christian who they lost to in the regular season paradise honors who they lost to in the regular season and morency who they lost to in the regular season so how cool would it be to have a thatcher morency semifinal matchup next saturday that'd be all right huh if morency could get past paradise honors Marinci has the setup to be able to do it. Paradise Honors is like fast break football. They want to score 75 a game. They're going to throw it about 100 times a game. Gage Baker, their quarterback, can sling it 65 yards down the field in the air. He's got receivers that can go get it. But if you've seen Rashard Davis and Marinci play this year, they're, in my opinion, the way to beat Paradise Honors for Marinci is you've got to hold on to the football for 10 minutes at a time. Which is kind of what they did against Thatcher. They they hung around until they were leading. And I think they can do it. I mean, Paradise Honors can score. Don't get me wrong. But they want to score quick. And when you play a team like Marinci, if you score quick, that means your defense is going to re- be right back out there having to stop a 10, 15-play drive or more, 16, 17-play drive. By the fourth quarter, that is going to wear on a team. And for Thatcher, I think Thatcher's a, a much better team right now than they were week two when they played. It feels like Thatcher in week one, two, and even three, until that Sholo game, we're still trying to figure out right and left. They've started to head in the right direction now. They've got some playmakers that have it started to click for. And again, it's the playoffs. I mean, I don't know. There's there's not many teams that are, are going to wake up and go, sweet, we get to play Thatcher in the playoffs. I mean, there's long tradition there. They've, they've won more playoff games than some teams have ever played. And that's, that's called tradition. And Thatcher and Valley Christian – know that tradition against each other. The semifinals are scheduled for next Saturday at Mesa High School. 
It'll be the winner of Blue Ridge Mojave against the winner of Round Valley Sabino. I, it would be awesome for the 3A South if it's Marinci Thatcher and Sabino in the semifinals. Three of the five 3A South teams that made it into the semifinals. We've talked all year about how good the 3A South is. That would just prove it on a state level to me. I wouldn't be surprised if Blue Ridge got Mojave. Coach Hathcock up there knows how to coach football. Um, I, I would take Sabino over Round Valley. Round Valley was really going to have to ugly up the game to beat Sabino. I, I, I mean, let's see what Cal Preps says. Cal Preps has been really accurate so far. And let's look and see what they say about the 3A playoffs. They are taking Mojave 31-19 to over Blue Ridge. They are taking Paradise Honors 35-28 to over Marinci. So that's, I mean, that's a one-score game they've got. And if Marinci, if Marinci, I'm, I'm going to make a bold prediction. If Marinci can hold Paradise Honors under 30 points, Marinci wins. I think that's that's probably a fair number. Uh, they are taking Sabino over Round Valley, 31-27. And they are taking Valley Christian over Thatcher, 24-23. So that, that Thatcher-Valley Christian game, in their algorithm, is about as even a game. I think they probably give that point differential to Valley Christian because it's at Valley Christian. I think if it was the same matchup, at EAC, that one-point advantage would go to Thatcher. I think that's how even it is. I mean, if the, the algorithms obviously think it's that, that close, so I think it is. All right, let's look at 2A state championship. Actually, before we do that, let's pay some bills. We'll take a break here on Overtime. When we come back, we'll dive into the 2A state championship bracket. Talk about the games coming up after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, with the new time change to 1.30. Hope you are doing well. Let's jump into, we just uh, broke down the 3A football bracket. Let's look at the 2A football bracket. Scores from last week. Number one, Pima over number 18, or number 16, Holbrook, 56-6. to six. And... I would say a successful starting debut for Cedric Grimes, a freshman quarterback for Pima. Obviously, your team scores 56, and you win 56-6. to They did hand the ball off heavily to Jeremiah Martinez, as Coach Wilkins told us last Wednesday they would. He rushed for about 170 yards and six touchdowns in that game. So he they relied heavily on him, which I believe they will most of the playoffs going forward. Number eight, Tonopah Valley beat number nine, Phoenix Christian, 35-14. Number five, Santan Charter, a two-point conversion late in the game to beat number 12, Veritas Prep, 28-26. Number four, Camp Verde beat number 13, St. John's, 50-22. Number three, Scottsdale Christian over number 14, Wilcox, 49-7. Number six, Santa Cruz over number 11, Tombstone, 49-14. Number seven, Tanka Verde shut out number 10, Parker, 24 to nothing. 
And number two, Arizona Lutheran beat number 15, Scottsdale Prep, 52-6. to six. Setting up these quarterfinal matchups, number seven, Tanka Verde against number two, Arizona Lutheran. Number six, Santa Cruz at number three, Scottsdale Christian. Number five, Santan Charter at number four, Camp Verde. And number eight, Tonopah Valley at number one, Pima. And this week, Tonopah Valley is going to try to spread it out and throw the football. It's similar to what Scottsdale Christian does. I wouldn't say they're at the caliber of Scottsdale Christian, but they've got some playmakers. Uh, they've got a quarterback, Malachi Wilt. I believe he's a sophomore. Throws the ball really well. Pima's defensive line is the best in the state. It's going to... D- 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 what... What Tonopah can do is going to be based on what that defensive front does for Pima this week. If they're able to get in the quarter, in the backfield and make the quarterback scramble and run for his life, A-OK for Pima. If they're not able to, and he's got time in the pocket to throw it, that's where problems might to start happen. Especially when the two-time conference play, region player of the year, Jackson John, out. And it's going to be felt more this week on defense than anything for Pima because he's able to patrol his athletic ability in that defensive backfield is is really good and he'd be able to to help on some coverage. So, they got young guys in the backfield now, Pima defensive backfield now. So, that is where if they're going to get exposed a little bit, that's where it's going to happen this week. But I think if the defensive line up front is able to get into the backfield of Tonopah, it it won't matter. It, they just won't have time to throw. They're not going to be able to run. They don't try to run a ton, but they're not going to be able to run on the Pima front. They're going to throw the football almost exclusively. And they might they might be able to to break one loose. But then you you always flip it. I know coaches, I, I've talked to a ton of coaches over the years, and they're always worried about what other teams are going to do to them. And and I will always remind them, but yes. But they've got to stop you, too. And I don't know that Tonopah has seen a team as strong up front as Pima with the running game that Pima has. I don't know that anybody has, looking down the list. I don't. Arizona Lutheran runs the football a lot. And they might be the next team in the state that would put some fear into you running the football. But when you've got Jeremiah Martinez at 200-plus pounds coming downhill at you 30 times a game... Good luck. And I think, I mean, the game plan's not going to change for Pima. It hasn't changed all year for Josh Wilkins and the Rough Riders. They're going to do what they do, and if they do what they do well, two-way teams are going to have a hard time stopping them, regardless of what personnel's in. It's, I mean, it's, it's a fact this year. Nobody's been able to do it. Not even the number six team in the 3A playoffs. That's Marinci. So I mean it's 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 a real it's been a, a real special couple of years for Pima football and they've they've got a nice I mean they can if they beat Tonopah most likely going to get Camp Verde Camp Verde can score they're going to be another passing team they could see back to back passing teams Camp Verde's putting up 45 55 points a game but if the seeds hold all the way through it's going to be Pima Arizona Lutheran and that's going to be a fist fight in the phone booth. For anybody listening under the age of 40, a phone booth was a thing you used to go and 
put a quarter or in to call somebody. Meaning there's it's going to be tight and it's going to be physical in in that one. But Pima getting back to number one and not seeing Scottsdale Christian or Arizona Lutheran until the championship game set up real nice for the Pima Rough Riders. Let's see what Cal Prep says. Cal Preps, two-way playoffs. They are taking Arizona Lutheran Academy 34-14 over Tanka Verde. They are taking Camp Verde 48-35 over Santan Charter. They are taking Pima 42-21 over Tonopah. I'm not sure Tonopah gets 21. And Santa Cruz and Scottsdale Christian, they are taking Scottsdale, Scottsdale Christian 35-21 to 21 over Santa Cruz. I don't, I, I don't know that I argue with any of those. I mean, they've been really, really accurate, so I don't know that you get to argue over them anyways. Their, their algorithm. Uh, the 1A state championship is scheduled for Saturday at 6 o'clock at Coronado High School. Last week's scores, number one, Hayden beat number five, El Capitan, 28-8. to eight. Number six, Mogion upset number two, Baghdad, 36-34. So it's Mogion versus Hayden, just like the old days in the 1A state championship game. Hayden is really good this year. Hayden has Hayden only played two games so far because they got a bye in the opening round. But El Capitan is the first team to score on them in the playoffs. They've given up eight points in two games, has Hayden. That's pretty good. And Mugion gave up 24. Well, they gave up 12 to Williams in the opening round. So this will be the fourth game for Mugion. They had to win a play-in game. Well, actually, the opening round game. They were the six are the sixth seed. They beat Williams 64 to 12. Then they beat number three, Cicero Prep, 42 to 24. And then 36-34 against Baghdad. Mugion, I don't think, has lost a game since their bus burnt down coming home from Mayer. Do you remember, remember seeing that story in the state news? They were heading out of Mayer, out of Prescott, out of Prescott to go back over the rim to, to Mugion, to Heber. And their bus caught fire with the team on it. Uh, their coach is a DPS officer. I don't know if he's a current DPS officer or a retired DPS officer, uh, but he got everybody out of the bus and the bus burnt to the ground. They lost all their equipment. They lost all their personal items. They lost everything. So it's one of those seasons for Mogion where you start to rally around that. And obviously they've done well. They're in the state championship game against Hayden Saturday at six o'clock at Coronado high school. So that's, that is uh, that'll be fun if you're in that area. One, one A playoffs are fun to watch. I mean, it's one A football is just a different breed. I got, I have you know I played eight man football growing up, so I like to watch it a little bit more than most do probably. Uh, but it's much faster game. But when we played back in the day, when I played, it was only an eighty yard field. Most of them now are playing on one hundred yard fields. It's a little narrower because you're losing. I mean, if you played. If you didn't narrow the field for eight-man, nobody could stop anybody. You could toss it right and toss it left and run for days. So they narrow the field just a little bit. Let's take another break here on Overtime. When we come back, we'll update everybody on the high school volleyball brackets as well. 
coming up right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us. Last segment of this show, recapping high school state volleyball brackets. We'll start at the 3A level. Opening round was November 4th. Number one, Valley Christian beat number 16, Push Ridge, 3 0. Number eight, Fountain Hills beat number nine, Winslow, 3 0. Number five, Safford beat number 12, Gilbert Christian, 3 1. Number four, Northwest Christian beat number 13, Parker, 3 0. Number three, Monument Valley beat number 14, Page, 3 0. Number 11, Benjamin Franklin upset number six, Sholo, 3 1. Number seven, Odyssey Institute beat number 10, Scottsdale Christian, 3 2. And number two, Snowflake beat number 15, Tuba City, 3 0. In the quarterfinals later that night, number one, Valley Christian beat number eight, Fountain Hills, 3 0. Number four, Northwest Christian beat number five, Safford, 3 1. Scores in that game were 25 21, 25 22, 15 25, and 25 18. Number three, Monument Valley beat number 11, Benjamin Franklin, 3 1. And number two, Snowflake beat number seven, Odyssey Institute, 3 0. That sets up. That set up last night's semifinals at Marcos Denisa High School. Number one, Valley Christian beat number four, Northwest Christian, three to nothing. Scores in that one were 25-22, 25-19, and 25-13. And in the bottom half of the bracket at Winslow High School, number two, Snowflake beat number three, Monument Valley, three nothing, 25-18, 25-22, 25-16. And so the one and two seeds hold all the way to the championship game. Number one, Valley Christian, and number two, Snowflake will play Friday night or Friday afternoon at 1 p.m. at the Arizona Veterans Memorial Coliseum, the Madhouse on McDowell. Two-way state championship bracket looks like this. Also started November 4th. Number one, Phoenix Country Day beat number 16, Tempe Prep 3-0. Number eight, Santan Charter beat number nine, Horizon Honors 3-1. Number five, Chandler Prep beat number 12, Benson in five sets 3-2. Is that 15-9? Oh, my, my, my printout looked like it said 15-0. Uh, 15-9 in the fifth. Number three, Rancho Solano beat number 14. Number four, Rancho Solano beat number 13, Arizona Lutheran, 3-1. Number three, St. John's beat number 14, Miami, 3-0. Number 11, Veritas Prep upset number six, St. John Paul II, 3-1. Number seven, Scottsdale Prep beat number 10, Northland Prep, 3-0. And number two, Trivium Prep beat number 15, Wilcox, 3-0. Two-way semifinals, number one, Phoenix Country Day beat number eight, Santan, three to nothing. Number four, Rancho Solano beat number five, Chandler Prep, three to two. Number three, St. John's beat number 11, Veritas Prep, three to one. And number two, Trivium Prep beat number seven, Scottsdale Prep, three nothing. That sets up tomorrow night's semifinals at Willow Canyon High School. Number four, Rancho Solano Prep against number one, Phoenix Country Day. And number three, St. John's will take on number two, Trivium Prep. The championship game is scheduled for Friday at 11 a.m. also at the Arizona Veterans Memorial Coliseum. 1A state championship has uh, completed. It was over on the 4th, but we'll recap the whole thing. Number 1, Cicero Prep beat number 16, Desert Christian, 3-0. Number 8, North Phoenix Prep beat number 9, Baghdad, 3-0. Number 5, Williams beat number 12, Duncan, 3-0. Number 4, Mogion beat number 13, Valley Lutheran, 3-0. Number 3, Al Capitan beat number 14, Antelope, 3-0. Number five, North Valley Christian beat number 11, Valley Union, 3-1. Number seven, Rock Point beat number 10, Ash Fork, 3-0. 
Number two, St. David beat number 15, Lincoln Prep, 3-0. In the quarterfinals, number one, Cicero Prep over North Phoenix Prep, 3-1. Number four, Mogollon beat Williams, 3-1. Number six, North Valley Christian upset number three, El Capitan, 3-1. Number two, St. David beat Rock Point, 3-0. In the semifinals, Cicero Prep beat Mogollon, 3-0. St. David beat North Valley Christian, 3-0. And in the championship game, Cicero Prep, number one, takes down number two, St. David, 3-0, 25-21, 25-21, and 25-21. And uh, don't forget, tomorrow night, we'll be on the road in Chandler to cover the Thatcher versus Valley Christian game in the 3A quarterfinals. We'll get a chance to make that trip. We didn't get a chance to make it in the regular season, but we will get a chance to do it this week. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock kickoff here on KATO. You'll be able to hear it on HealValleyCentral.net as well. Couldn't do it without our postseason sponsors. We appreciate everybody who has stepped up and helped us uh, be able to do that. The road game in the playoffs. So we really do appreciate that. Also, don't forget that big tournament at Eastern Arizona College tomorrow night. EAC women play at 5.30 against Howard. EAC men play at 7.30 against College of Southern Nevada. That's tomorrow night. Friday night, EAC men play at 5.30 against Seward County, Kansas. And EAC women play at 7.30 against Salt Lake. That's Friday night. On Saturday afternoon and evening, EAC men play at 3 o'clock against Frank Phillips. And EAC women play the nightcap on Saturday at 7 o'clock against South Plains out of Texas. So big, big games this weekend. Don't forget, Kyler Murray is back this weekend for the Cardinals. You can hear that game here on Sunday as well. ASU basketball in action against Mississippi State. You'll be able to hear that game as well. Just a lot of, it's sporting season. Thanks for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Now, if you'll excuse me. Goodbye. Good night. Signing off. Come to bed now. Okay.